When I first listened to Zed Kenzo's new EP, Zakaria, my first thoughts were, this is dope, this is Milwaukee, and hold up, why isn't she on? Tick, 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 boom, I'm atomic. Click, 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 bang, catastrophic. Tick, tick. The production, the rawness, the playfulness, the experimentation. Wow. It's been three years since Zed released a full project. Her talent, still there, but her growth and clarity are wildly apparent. She's been through some things, and she's ready to talk about them. She's ready to inspire and to really be seen. Hyphen sat down with Zed Kenzo for an open, honest, fun, and brave conversation about her music, her health journey with substance abuse, why she left Milwaukee, and the freedom that's guiding her life now. Zed calls this new EP a reintroduction, and it definitely gives insight into who Zakaria is and why. Hi, Zed Kenzo. How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, you are not in Milwaukee right now. You are far away from us. So <laughs> where are you and why did you leave us? I am in Massachusetts. I am in the South Shore, right outside of Boston. I left because I needed to get my stuff together <laughs> and um, start over. I, I'm sober. And that's been a huge part of my journey right now for the last six months. So coming out here kind of gave me an opportunity to to meet different people and start this journey. So I decided to just stay because I really like it. Well, congratulations on being sober. That's great. Um, <laughs> but Boston, right. I, I would think because you, you're an artist and you're mm -hmm. a really great artist at that. But Thank just being you. an artist... Um, no Cali, no Atlanta, like no Chicago. Why, why'd you choose Boston? Because of the network that I had built here for my journey, like health wise. Um, and on the way to like deciding whether or not I wanted to stay here, I did meet people that, you know, they told me that there is a really thriving music scene here. And I believe them. There is a big art scene, big music scene. I just, I'm still kind of creeping my way into that. What sparked you getting sober? What sparked you just wanting to kind of change and go deeper, not with just your music, but just with yourself too? Just years and years of feeling stuck and feeling like I was holding myself back. I was just tired and sick and not making the right decisions. and it's progressive. Like it's a disease. And then people don't really acknowledge that when you have any kind of substance abuse addiction, I just was scared. And, um, it took the right kind of people coming into my life, really good friends that actually cared about me and could see that, Hey, you're doing this to cope. And that's not what you should be doing. I was drinking a lot. That was my thing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go get help. I wanted to stop and I've been trying to stop on my own and I can't just couldn't do it. Yeah. Do I feel like I could have like maybe been at a different place than I'm at? Probably. I don't know, but I just didn't see myself, you know, living like that anymore. 
Do you think it was uh, uh, because you were just younger or do you think that, you know, you were just kind of dealing with your own personal things? I really don't even know. Like it just because I said it's progressive and it happened so quickly that I was like, I looked at myself and I was like, I'm doing the same thing that I've been doing. Why? I'm still doing this. Why? I just needed to stop. You know, from the outside, looking in with any artist, their lives look so much fun. Like they're having a great time. They're doing what they want. They're achieving their goals. So you never really think oftentimes that there may be something else behind the scenes. Exactly. And I think that was what it was for me, too, because it all it did feel and seem fun. But then it wasn't, you know, like it was like, okay, like I'm going out to this event or I have a show or I'm, you know, but then it's like it doesn't stop when I get home. I was ashamed of it you know, but now I'm doing this work. And a part of that is being honest. And I really hope that I can help other people. Like that's another goal of mine with my music and just, you know, using my platform to spread awareness about substance addiction, because people are too ashamed or they're too scared and they don't know what to do. And and you can't do it alone. Well, I thank you for just sharing that because like you said, it can be hard to do. Um, So thanks for that and just being honest about it, you know. Um, But how do you feel today? How do you feel right now? I feel great. (laughs) Um, Very happy, very healthy, just really focused right now. Um, You know, music is so important to me and I thought I was going to stop. Like I, I was like, I shouldn't do this anymore. And then I woke up and putting this project out is kind of like another like like ignition of like what's to come. Like this isn't like the the moment. This is more of me like building momentum up again. And um, I just feel inspired and I'm just ready to keep going. So when you were working on the project, were you doing that in um, Boston or where were I you? I had just been like wrapping up my recordings right before I came here. So that was like in March earlier this year. I had been recording pretty much the whole beginning of the year and kind of a little bit last winter is when I was doing a lot of my writing. So I I wrapped everything up before I got here. And you titled it, you self-titled it. Mm -hmm. Any reason behind that? Are we we getting introduced to you, reintroduced to you? Reintroduced, I would say. I was, honestly, I was thinking of like rebranding myself and then I changed my mind. I'm going to stay Zed Kunzo. But so that was kind of a part of it too. But yeah, I guess just like as a reintroduction to me, it's like, this is who I am. Hi again, I'm Zakaria. <laughs> I think my time probably is my favorite. Actually, I put some stars really? around it. It's my favorite track on, oh. this, on this EP. But I mean, you have eight tracks on this, eight songs on this, um, which is pretty consistent with your 2019. You had about six or seven songs on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also noticed too that None of your tracks, maybe just like one or two, they go over the three minute mark. So you keep it short and you keep it sweet. So let's talk about like how you even put this project together. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Um, I'm not into long songs. I just. Straight to the point. (laughs) I just I just don't do it. Like for one, I don't feel like I have that much to say. (laughs) Like, yeah, people's attention spans. Our attention spans are like built on TikTok and reels and, you know, that's kind of the thing these days is like songs that are about two minutes long. 
So it's kind of like part of it is intentional, but mm-hmm. the other part of it is like, that's just kind of how my brain works. I feel like when I first started writing, I went crazy because I was so like excited about producing and I would make these tracks that are like six minutes long. And I'm like, oh my God, you're going to run out of breath. But how I put this album or this EP together was some of the songs are old. Really? They That I already produced or not produced. Sorry. I recorded them like years ago. Rudy's older. Atomic's, Atomic is older. I think I recorded that in 2019. On My Way, I recorded in 2018. And then um, the last song, I added that um Blue Slips, that's also from that time period, which is more like I added as a bonus track um, to really just like throw everyone off. So that's (laughs) that's what it felt like. Like like when that came in, I said, what is this? And then (laughs) and then like it kind of um, the the beat changed in the middle of it, too. And I said, "Okay, okay, yeah, now now, now I see it. But it was a nice wrap up. (laughs) Yes, it was meant to kind of throw everyone off, but also go with the theme of my last project. Because that that one is produced by Immortal Girlfriend. And then and, uh, Baby Swag, the last track, is also produced by Immortal Girl- Girlfriend. And that song is like a metal hip-hop fusion. This song is a punk hip-hop fusion. Because I am eclectic, and I do want to, like, cross genres. And I do want to, like, bring in audiences that like punk music, that like hip-hop music, that like metal, that, you know, even Rudy Huxtable, like, that song is like a... Ode to System of a Down. Otherwise, as far as putting it together, everything else I recorded and wrote earlier this year. So I just kind of was like, how do I fuse this all together? kind of tell a story you know so that's why it like starts off the way that it does like fed up I'm talking about being fed up and just like my journey and like how I'm feeling and then Atomic I'm like but I'm back how's it going y'all it's me yeah let's turn up it's kind of just like telling my heartbreak and uh, people that have been like talking down to me and because I went through a lot of bullying earlier this year on online and then uh on my way, I'm here. I am talking my talk again, and just telling you guys like I'm not giving up, and um, I'm still gonna keep pushing, you know. And then I just threw in loose lips at the end for fun. so crazy that you describe it that way because I mean maybe maybe it's just because you know this is how I listen to music like I listen for the stories and stuff but exactly how you described it is how I was listening to each track because I started off with fed up and I'm like who is she mad at like what pissed her off and what are we about to talk about for this entire EP you know what I'm saying and then every with each song it just got more and more fun more and more open Mm -hmm. and I feel like you you got even more clever with your rhymes too Mm mm-hmm do you feel like you have accomplished the message that you wanted to send to people? Like, yeah. hey. <laughs> yeah. Have, oh, that's the end of the interview. That's great. <laughs> um, yeah, I really wanted to. I'm so glad you said that because 
I just, I was, I hope that people can hear beyond the like production and beyond the like sound and really listen to what I'm saying. I hope that other people interpret it that way as well. You, I know that you also, you know, you produce all, mostly all your tracks, but here you worked with producers in Milwaukee and also Chicago. Uh, What made you choose those folks, including Immortal Girlfriend? uh, What made you choose them and why didn't you do this all yourself? I'm trying to open myself up to collaborating more, um, excuse me, because I really do enjoy the process of working with other people, like in general. Um, I've, I didn't know how much I enjoyed it um, until I started to be more open to it. I was kind of stingy at first, like, no, I need to show everyone that I produce my own beats. I make my own style. I do my own DJ sets. Like I like, and it's like, no, like the idea it's a badge of honor. Yeah, though, seriously. I'm inspired by like the Missy Elliott's and like MIA, like people that, you know, they, they do everything. I'm so, and Beyonce even, she does everything. Like, I love that. But collaborating is where the networking comes in. That's where the, the relationships get built and the support gets built. And there's just producers out there that I'm like, whoa, like you are so talented. I could never make a sound like that. Let me ask you some Milwaukee questions, you know, yeah. um, do you miss Milwaukee or how much do you miss Milwaukee? I needed to go. No, okay. hate. no, well, hate. Let me, no let me, hate. let me rephrase that. Cause I, cause I want to make sure that people who are your fans in Milwaukee still feel seen, you know, they, they need to feel seen. I love them. I love Milwaukee. My family's there. I'm from there. But for your fans though. Your fans are still in Milwaukee. You're building fans in Boston. What do you want to say to your fans here in Milwaukee? And that ass, you know, tell what do you want to say I to love them? Y'all. If it wasn't for my fans in Milwaukee, I wouldn't be here because that's where I built everything. I'm never gonna take that away from Milwaukee. This is how it started. Simple beats made by me. I've been broken hearted. Had me fighting for the title of an alcoholic, but I still got the smooth brown skin liquor. What you call it? Wanna find my body? It be lighter than a feather. I'ma keep on fighting. Hot until I get my bread up. Black toes I wouldn't be Zed Kendo if I didn't go back to Milwaukee. You know that if I would have tried to stay in LA doing that, I don't think I would have had the success that I've had. Like Milwaukee people have really supported me. I don't know what's going on now because I've been so MIA, but I know that there's still love and support there and they've seen me through it all. So I just appreciate anyone that stuck around and I'll never, I'm never going to take that away from, from Milwaukee at all. Like I, I, I'm always grateful for everybody in Milwaukee that, that made Zed Kenzo Zed Kenzo because it wouldn't have happened without them. Um, what's your favorite song on Sakaria? I would say Atomic. It's so cool. Like that one is produced by um, Jared Sitstill from, he's actually based in New York. It genuinely, like when I, when I listen to it, I get the same excitement every single time. It just, it's fun. It's me. It's like, it's so Zed Kenzo, like 
2.0. Like, it's like me on steroids. It's like the epitome of like what I want people to think of when they hear my name. I'm just all about like fun. I, I, I used to try to shy away from like the more melancholy and like it, but that's me too. So I would say aside from that, I'd say come back because that's like an actually a new song. That one's my favorite because I'm like, yeah, I'm hurt and I want you to hear about it. And at first, when you hear the song, you say, oh, she's singing. This is a love song. But then you say, I don't want you to come back, actually. So bye. You know, yeah. like, you, <laughs> can we talk about, like, you know, how you think about love, like who you're talking to on this? Or you don't have to say their name, but, you know, they know who they are. I don't have any exes. <laughs> That's a great. I love it. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> this song is for other people who have exes. Exactly. Not, not, not Zedkinzo. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I love that. One other track that I wanted to point out, um, actually my time, um, you say something to the effect of be careful who you let taste your flavor. Mm -hmm. um, and so I wanted to ask, um, have you felt or do you feel like you're overlooked just with, with that, with those lyrics themselves, you know, be careful who you let taste your flavor. How deep are we going with this? Um, deep. I don't want to say I was like ran out of Milwaukee by any means, but there was a lot of drama that happened at the beginning of the year and just some other things that I had been noticing with patterns of people that I had led in my life. And I feel like people get close to you for the wrong reasons and they have the wrong intentions and they don't want you to shine. They don't want you to do well. They want, they want you to like suffer and they act like they don't and they act like they're there rooting you on. But the moment that something bad happens, they either like take it and run with it and like kick a dog while it's down or they don't want anything to do with you. And I just feel like I've let a lot of people around me who didn't want me to win. I'm not trying to be negative. Like I, I genuinely like at the base. So. Okay. Like at the base of my core, like I am a positive person. And like even throughout my struggles and stuff, like people now that that know me, they're like, "You're so vibrant and so light." I'm like that's because this is who I've always been. There's a saying that's that's like, um, if the if the seed doesn't grow, you don't um, you don't throw away the seed. You change the environment in which it's in. Exactly. So that kind of seems like what you're what yes. you're talking about. Is there anything that I didn't ask you? Anything that anything else you want to add? Um, Anything else you want to say? Just want to say thank you for your time and asking me about this and talking to me about this. Um, and yeah, I just also want to thank my engineer, Eli Stamstad. He he does a lot of work with a lot of artists in Milwaukee. And I hope that like, I don't ever want people to from Milwaukee to feel like I don't appreciate them. I think Milwaukee as a whole is underlooked. I don't think it's just me that's underlooked or overlooked. And um we all just got to stick together. As corny as that sounds, I love to see it. I just love to see my people winning. And that's all I want. Literally, there's no shade. If you're from Milwaukee and you do music, I want to see you win. I know, I know.